0: Hey there, this is Ian Pruckner, and welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. All right, all right, all right. Hey, welcome, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Ian Pruckner, and welcome to the Byproduct Podcast. Man, I'm so thankful that you've spent a, a couple of minutes today joining me to get better because when we get better, things get better. When we get better, things get better. I know your time is valuable. I know your time's at a premium. And so I just wanna thank you again for investing that in yourself and investing that with me, man. I'm excited about your future and where you're going. You have a big future, you have a great destiny ahead of you, and you should be very proud of yourself for investing time in bettering you. And a very, very special thank you to everybody who shares these out on social media, uh, tagging me on Instagram, putting them on Facebook, sharing them with your team and your family members, coworkers. Man, you guys are the real heroes. Uh, it just does mean the world to me. I'm very, very excited today about the self-fulfilling prophecy. The self-fulfilling prophecy. What is a self-fulfilling prophecy? A self-fulfilling prophecy is something that makes itself come true. It's a statement that by saying that statement, you actually create the outcome that you talked about, the self-fulfilling prophecy. In other words, it's sort of the idea that what you think about, you bring about, what you speak about, you create. It's that old Henry Ford quote that if you think you can or you think you can't, Either way, you're probably right. Those are forms of self-fulfilling prophecy. If you think that you can, then eventually you do. And so that thought that I could do this actually becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. You do do that thing, right? And so you know we're, we're talking about, you know, the, the name of this podcast, the byproduct podcast. It's you know kind of modeled after uh, a book that I wrote by the same title, Byproduct. And there's just so much richness, in that book about how to change how to grow but in order to change you first need to know where you are right you can't go somewhere new at least not predictably without knowing where you are you could just leave where you are but you won't go to anywhere on purpose and you couldn't recreate it because you didn't know where you left from right so you got to know who you are where you are and when you know those things you can create change from that center point from that fixed place and I talk about in the book an idea called T bar. Many of you are familiar with that now. Thoughts become beliefs, become actions, become results. They're all byproducts. Our result is a byproduct of the action that created it. Our actions are the byproduct of the beliefs that facilitated them. Our beliefs are a byproduct of the thoughts that created them. And so, What's interesting about the byproduct process, number one, is it's happening all the time. You don't need to learn it. That's what I love about this idea is it's not something new you need to learn. You're actually using T-Bar. Right now, everything in your life is a result of T-Bar. You have a T-Bar process going on in your life. You do not need to learn it. It's not anything new. Everybody has it. 100% of people have a T-Bar process. Most people just aren't aware that they have a t-bar process. Because they're not aware, they've never tried to direct it. But you can direct it, you can direct it, you can dissect it, you can uh, rearrange it, you can put it back together. And so one of the concepts I talk about in the book is what I call reinforcement loops, reinforcement loops. Most people are living in a giant reinforcement loop. You know, they, uh, you know, they have a job. They say, well, I have 30 years experience. They've been working at the job for 30 years. But that's not really true. Most people have one year's experience repeated 30 times, right? They're, they're not actually getting better, okay? At least not purposefully. And they're living the same year of their life over and over and over again because they live in what are called reinforcement loops. Reinforcement loops are what create a self-fulfilling Prophecy. Have you ever wondered, you know, why do some people just seem to win at everything they do? Okay. Why do some people just seem to lose at everything they do? They just can't catch a break. It's like everything they touch turns to trash, but other people, everything they touch turns to gold. What creates that? What is happening there? And the answer is they're trapped in T bar reinforcement loops. I'm going to explain that to you in a second. Okay. So if your reinforcement loop is accurate, That is a wonderful thing because you actually keep creating more success, more victory, okay? If your reinforcement loop is not accurate, that becomes very problematic and you end up becoming a serial loser. You lose over and over again, but you can't for the life of you figure out why. And many of you know people like that. The truth is some of you are people like that. You want to win, you want to succeed, you want to change your life, and you honestly cannot figure out why things are not changing for you. If that's you or if you know somebody like that, this episode is going to be an absolute life changer. It's going to be a game changer, okay? So here's the truth. Most people, in my experience, have and hold erroneous beliefs about the way the world works and then create a reinforcement loop that solidifies that belief Even further, I'm going to give you a couple of examples. I'm going to give you a couple of examples. Here's the deal. Thoughts become beliefs. Beliefs become actions. Actions become results. See, right now, you are living in the perfect product of your current thinking and beliefs. Your current thinking, your current beliefs have created your current actions and your current results. The results you're living in right now are the perfect product of your current t bar system. So here's how a t-bar reinforcement loop works. I have a wrong thought. Okay, I have a wrong thought. It's a thought that's not based in truth. It's not accurate. That wrong thought creates erroneous belief systems. So I believe something to be one way when it's really not that way. Those erroneous beliefs create actions. We act in accordance with that erroneous belief. And so we're acting, but we're acting outside of the truth. We're acting outside of the principle of whatever it is we're doing. And so that action begets a negative result. That negative result is the outcome of the thought that created it. And so that negative result feeds back to the thought and says to the thought, you're right. That's accurate. Let me give you an example. Okay, you want to lose weight, but you feel like, well, I'm just big-boned. I'm just no matter what I do, I can't lose weight. Okay? That it's just it's hereditary. I'm just I'm never meant to be this way. Okay? Well, we all know that's not true, right? So you could have hereditary disposition, but at the end of the day, calories in and calories out, right? If you're if you're expending more calories than you are consuming, You lose weight. Over time, you lose weight. Okay, that's just how it works. But let's imagine, for example, these these erroneous thoughts. I'm just big boned. No matter what I do, I don't lose weight. So there's our, our faulty thoughts. Okay, those create faulty beliefs. Like, you know, it doesn't really matter if I go to the gym or work out because it's not gonna make a difference. It doesn't matter whether or not I eat this way or that way because even if I eat well, it's not going to make a difference because I'm big boned, it's hereditary, whatever those erroneous thoughts are. So now we have erroneous thoughts. They've now created erroneous beliefs that it doesn't really, what I do doesn't really matter because it's not up to me. It's up to my genes, right? Okay. So those erroneous beliefs create erroneous actions. So maybe we go to the gym here and there, but we're not really giving it our all because we don't expect it to work. We're not as committed as we need to be because we don't think it's going to make a difference. That's our belief. Our belief is that it's not going to make a difference. And so, you know, we go and we try to eat healthy once in a while when we think about it. Uh, We try to work out here and there when we think about it, but we don't really ever do the things that are necessary in the amount that are necessary to get the results we want. And so the result of that action is we don't lose weight, right? We don't, we just go to the gym and get sore here and there, right? We just need a salad and misery here and there, <laughs> okay? But we don't actually get what we want. And so we see that we went to the gym here and there. So we went to the gym in our mind. We see that we ate a little better here and there. In our mind, we ate better, but we still didn't get what we wanted. We still didn't lose weight. And our result says, aha, You went to the gym, you ate better, but you still didn't lose weight. You're right. It really isn't about what you're doing. It's your your right. It's your big bone. It's your heredity. It's your genes. And so we actually got the bad result because of bad thinking. But the end result actually validates the bad thinking. It's the right result for the thinking the thinking and belief created its natural outcome within this isolated t-bar process the t-bar process is accurate that bad thoughts creating bad beliefs creating bad actions creating bad outcomes it's exactly what we would have predicted the problem with the reinforcement loop the problem with t-bar is it works so well that if we're not inspecting it we can be massively deceived because our result looks so much like the thought that created it, that even if the thought is wrong, the results appear right. The outcomes appear correct. The outcomes match, in other words, the thinking that created them. And so if we're not careful, we can hold falsities, but they appear to be very true to us, right? And our experience our falsehoods appear to be true because they've created their natural outcomes that validate them. That makes sense to you. So think about it another way. Here's, here's a person they want to be successful, but they they think, well, successful people are just lucky. Successful people have you know, it's about you know who they were, what family they were born into, their connections they Made through their parents, et cetera, let's just say that's the case. Well, anybody that's had any level of success knows that that's just not the case. Could those things help? Sure, but there are just there are just tens of thousands of examples of people who came from less than you and who are winning big so so that couldn't be true if that was true, we wouldn't see examples of that, right but let's say that was your thinking. Success has a lot to do with luck. it's not really about what I do. it's about you know where I was born, my connections. So our belief system then says, you know, I could work really hard at things but still not succeed because I don't have those right connections. I I wasn't born into that right family. That success has a lot more to do with luck than it does with me diligently getting better. So those faulty beliefs then create the faulty actions. You know, we join a business and we do some of what they ask us to do, but we don't really do everything. We don't develop the skills we need to develop. We don't develop the habits we need to develop, okay? Um, Maybe we're not making as many calls as we need to make. Whatever that might be, our action is the byproduct of those bad thoughts, right? That, you know, it really in the end isn't going to make a big difference what I'm doing because my outcome is not based on me. It's based on luck right? And so we never work as hard as we need to work. We never work as consistently as we need to work because we don't believe that it matters really. Okay. Well, ultimately our result comes in is that we fail. We fail at that business. It never gets off the ground. It gets off the ground, but it doesn't stay running. And we say, aha, I was right. Success is about luck and I just am not lucky. Or at least in this venture, I wasn't lucky because I did some of the work. And I still didn't win. (laughs) Right? Okay. And that's again, that's the self-fulfilling prophecy. The danger of t-bar is what you think about, you're going to bring about. And what you bring about reinforces what you think about. And that loop just circles over and over and over again. And very quickly you get stuck in these ruts of of t-bars that are not taking you where you want to go. Okay? And so understand this, the problem, the only problem with T-bar is this, you always look right to yourself, (laughs) right? Because it's your thinking that created your result. Whatever you think about and, and shape into beliefs, you will eventually bring about. Even if they're inaccurate with reality, they will create their natural outcomes, okay? Your results are exactly what they should have been based on your thinking, okay? It's like a confirmation bias. It's basically, I got what I expected to get. I got what I expected to get. This is useful when your thinking is rooted in the truth. When you have have decided to take ownership of directing your thinking, you can use this process to create massive success automatically, It's really not very difficult because the thinking creates the beliefs and then the beliefs create the action for you, right? It's not something you need to worry about, okay? But the problem is you always look right, okay? So understand this, reinforcement loops are happening to you nonstop, okay? They're happening to you nonstop. The question is, are they positive reinforcement loops? Are you thinking accurately getting great results and driving those beliefs even deeper into your subconscious? Or are they negative reinforcement loops where you're driving mistruths to be even more deeply held? And how do we know? How do we know? Here's the deal, okay? When we judge ourselves only by ourselves, we always look correct. When we judge ourselves only by ourselves, when we're the standard with which we judge ourselves, we always look right. We cannot figure out why we struggle in the world because to us we appear right. Everybody else in the world, the world systems, the processes, other people, they all appear wrong because our results are what they should have been from our thinking right and we know we know instinctively that that's correct and so we believe ourselves to be right and everybody else to be wrong when we judge ourselves only by ourselves we always look correct somebody said this once i and i absolutely loved it they said there is a god and it's not you <laughs> right thank goodness because you know, i i wouldn't want his job right uh, but there is a god he's not you but when we judge ourselves only by ourselves, we become God in our life. We become the source of ultimate truth. The problem is we are not the source of ultimate truth. <laughs> that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy and a negative reinforcement loop right there. And you see, man, like, look, a lot of the world's problems, um, they come as a result of people being their own standard, right their own standard follow your own truth there's no such thing as following your own truth (laughs) you don't make the truth okay the truth was here long before you were and it will be here long after you're gone you don't make the truth okay you abide by truths right does that make sense but when we become our own standard we become our own truth regardless of what truth actually is and that's where we get ourselves into a lot of trouble The fact is this, we need a standard with which to judge ourselves against. We need a standard that we can judge ourselves against. And that allows us to do a a couple of, uh, uh, of powerful things. I'm going to show you that in a second, but here's the deal. When we judge ourselves only against ourselves, we're in great danger of drastic deception when we judge ourselves only by ourselves, we're in great danger of drastic deception because of the reinforcement loop. It is a self-fulfilling prophecy. It always appears right. It always appears right unless we have a standard where we can judge our results, our T-bar process against other outcomes. Then we can say, well, it's, it's right based on what I did But it's not right based on what I want or what's possible, right? Standards give us two things. Standards give us two things. The first thing a standard gives us is an awareness that different outcomes are available. That different outcomes are available. Okay, so let's say you wanted to succeed in business, hypothetically. Okay, well, when you judge yourself only by yourself, right? You become that standard. But when you find somebody who's one in business for a period of time, say, well, that's my standard. I know that that outcome is possible because we believe in the fact of T-bar, right? Thoughts become beliefs, beliefs become actions, actions become results. Their results are different than my results, which means their thinking beliefs and actions are different than my thinking beliefs and actions. And so a standard allows us to have that, that very thought. That's the beginning of change. Remember, awareness is the start of change. We got to know where we are in order to go somewhere new predictably and repeatedly, right? And so standard allows us to have that awareness. It allows us to see where we are relative to the other possible outcomes in life. And that allows us to say, well, I don't want this series of thoughts, beliefs, actions, and results. I want that series of thoughts, beliefs, actions, and results, okay? If there are different results, that is only possible because there are different thoughts, beliefs, and actions creating them, okay? So standard gives us an awareness of that. It lets us have the possibility to change. The second thing that standards do is they give us direction. They give us direction, okay? So if we want something we don't have, we can begin to ask the questions, well, how, if thinking becomes beliefs, beliefs become actions, action becomes the results. What are the thinking, what's the thinking, what are the beliefs, what are the actions that created that result instead of this result? And it gives us direction. If we want to go in that direction, we can begin to walk in that direction with our thinking, our beliefs, and our ultimately our actions, right? So direction gives us a true north. It gives us a standard with which we can measure ourselves. So let's talk about some of the power thoughts when it comes to self-fulfilling prophecies and the reinforcement loop and getting the reinforcement loop to work for us and not against us, which is happening for so many people. So let's go into some power thoughts. Power thought number one. When I judge myself only by myself, I will continue to get what I've always gotten. Power thought number one, when I judge myself only by myself, I will continue to get what I've always gotten. When you are the standard, you'll only get what you got now. Power thought number two, different outcomes must be created by different inputs. Different outcomes must be created by different inputs. When we think that way, our beliefs will, will then begin to question what well, where do I get those different inputs. power thought number three standards help me get clarity standards having standards in my life people I can look at and measure myself against their outcomes and by the way folks the best standard that you could ever have is God because people are bad standards right people are fallible people make mistakes people might win for a period of time and then make bad choices the best standard is to measure yourself up to the standard of the way God has asked us to live. Now, we're not perfect and all of us are going to fall short, but that's a great true north, right? Standards help me get clarity. They're not bad. Who say, well, I don't, are you judging me? Folks, listen, you got to, you got to judge yourself. Okay. You got to judge yourself. That's what you need to be doing. All right. Let's talk a little bit about power beliefs. These are power beliefs to help you put the T-bar reinforcement wheel moving in your direction. Power belief number one, my results are the perfect product of my current T-bar process, okay? My results are a perfect product of my current T-bar process. We've gotta understand that we've created our results, not something outside, we have. When we believe that, then we'll also believe that we can change those results. Power belief number two, I can change my results by changing my inputs. I can change my results by changing my inputs. And power belief number three, okay, is seeking out standards and learning from them will direct my life. Seeking out standards and learning from them will direct my life who is operating as a standard bearer in your life somebody who shows you the possibilities of what your outcomes are and what are you learning from them see when i meet people that are further ahead than me okay i study them meticulously i want to know how do they think differently than me how do they think differently than me when they think differently than i think That is the start of the result that is different than my result. Seeking out standards and learning from them will direct my life. All right, let's talk about a a couple of power actions. Ian, what do I do? Okay, this makes total sense. I can understand. What do I do? Power action number one. Write down three areas in your life where you are not getting the results you want. Write down three areas of your life that you are not getting the results you want. And understand this, your T-bar process there is suspect. (laughs) It's suspect. It's not operating optimally, right? You're the cause of that. You're also the solution, okay? Write down three areas where you aren't getting the results you want. Step number two, power action, okay? What is causing those poor outcomes, Okay, so remember your results are ultimately the byproduct of your actions, your beliefs, and your thoughts before them. What's causing the lack of results? Write down as many of the thoughts and beliefs that you hold about the areas you're struggling in. Write them down. What do you believe about that area in which you're struggling what do you think about? What what pops? What are the first five or six things that pop into your mind? And be brutally honest, folks. You're the only one that's going to see this. You're the only one that's going to see this, and you'll be amazed at some of the garbage that comes out of your head when you start unpacking it. Okay, what's causing those poor outcomes? Let's write them down. Okay, power action number three is take that list of the three areas, okay, that you're struggling in, and the beliefs. And thinking that you have identified and take them to a mentor or a coach. Okay? A problem cannot be solved on the same level of consciousness in which it was created. Okay? Which is why standards are important, right? They raise our consciousness. But the truth is, this takes some practice. It takes some practice. One of the hardest things to do is look in the mirror. And see our own (laughs) self-deception primarily because we're the ones that are deceived in self-deception we don't know we're being deceived (laughs) that's that's how it works right and so share those with a mentor or a coach if you don't have a mentor or a coach you should get one (laughs) okay you should get one because they're going to save you a lot of time effort and heartache Having to raise your own level of awareness when they can easily point out many of these things, okay? Now, now listen, if you can't get a coach or a mentor, and can't is not the right word. If you choose not to, number one, I would question your level of seriousness about whatever it is you're trying to do, okay? But at a minimum, you should find some people from afar that can be standards for you and study their material, If they wrote a book, study their book. If they have a podcast, listen to the podcast. If they have YouTube videos, watch YouTube videos. But don't just watch videos and listen to stuff, okay, for entertainment. Listen on purpose. Answer these questions. How would they think differently about my situation, okay? How is this different from how how I would approach it? What is their mindset on this, okay? What is their mindset on this? Okay, obviously in person is, is far better than learning from afar, but man, listen, for most of my business career early on, I learned from afar. I found people that were standard setters in my life and I learned everything they had to learn, or had to teach me. And I would identify like, oh, this, he thinks different about this than I do. She thinks different about this than I do. And instead of saying, well, I'm right and they're wrong, I said, I want their results. <laughs> Right. And so this might be a clue. This might be a clue. So share these things with a mentor or coach. If you don't have one, get one. Okay. Or at least get one that you can learn from at a distance. Okay. And guys, listen, here's, here's the beauty of this. When you're willing to judge yourself, not against yourself, but against a standard, it becomes very clear, very quickly where you think and believe differently than they do. And then folks, all you need to do is make a change. You just decide, hey, I'm going to abandon those old thoughts that are getting me old results and I'm going to pick up new, better and more accurate thinking and believing, which will create better and more accurate action and ultimately results that are closer to what I want, what I want. All right, guys. Hey, listen, man, it's been a pleasure as always. I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. I want to invite you to connect with me further. You can find me on Instagram at Ian or you can text the word Pruck, P-R-U-K, to 484848 for exclusive access to some incredible bonus content and an entire suite of tools to help you along your journey to success. Until next time.